This is a special presentation of Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Friday, April 3rd, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 18, verses 1 through 19 and 42. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Here we come to that day that we call Good Friday. It's always such an odd name for it, isn't it? It certainly wasn't very good for Jesus, although it was very good for us. It would be bad enough if he had simply been crucified, but it was worse than that. He had been put on trial for something he never did. They brought false witnesses in to testify against him, which, in case you hadn't thought about it, is directly against one of the Ten Commandments, and they arranged for it. And if that weren't enough, they spit in his face and slapped him. I don't know if you've ever had my spit in your face and slap you, but there's not much more of an insulting thing that can be done. And not only did they do that, but then they drug him off to the Roman governor so they could have him executed because they weren't allowed to do it. And the Roman governor thought, this guy's no threat to me. And so he thought, well, we'll let him go. But they would have none of that. He was too big of a threat to them. And so he decided, I'll have him scourged. Maybe that will satisfy them. That always sounds like such an easy thing, doesn't it, having him scourged? But basically it's being beaten so badly that you can, can't even stand anymore. There was a, a, a law that said you could not beat anyone more than 39 times because it was believed that no one could survive more than 39 lashes you know, with that kind of beating. And if that weren't enough, even the Roman soldiers took the opportunity to make fun of him, to mock him, to spit upon him, to slap him in the face, to dress him up in fancy clothes and say, Hail, King of the Jews! Because they thought he was a, a funny man. Think about that. The Lord of life himself, the eternal word of God through whom all things came into being, being ridiculed. You know, we'd like to be able to say, well, that was the Jews' fault or that was the Romans' fault. But in reality, that's not true, is it? Because he didn't die for their sins. He died for ours. He died for the sins of the whole world. And the truth is that he didn't have to. He could have chosen not to take that route. He could have come down off the cross. He could have never allowed them to arrest him to begin with. He could have ordered 12 legions of angels to come in and wipe them all out. But he died because it was the only way to open the door to eternal life to sinners. And he loved us so much that he didn't want to live without us. And so he paid the ultimate price. A horrible, brutal, ridiculing, painful price. And yet even on the cross as he hung there, if you can imagine one of the very last things he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. True words were never spoken, were they? He wasn't talking about just the people there. It's been true ever since. We never know what we're doing. We just seem to flounder around. And out of that love that poured forth from the cross, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The world was transformed. Within 300 years, the Western world had completely changed. You know, and all people bowed at the name of Jesus in the Western world. Now, that's an amazing 
event. That's an amazing thing to happen, but it wasn't easy getting there because before that, the disciples too were ridiculed and spit upon. They made things up about them and lied about them. Did you know that uh, the Romans believed for a very long time that the Christians, when they would hold this thing they called the Eucharist, that what they did was they would sacrifice babies on an altar and then eat them. That's what they told everyone. And everyone you know, believed it because after all, they wouldn't tell you that if it weren't true, would they? But that's what they told them. And so in the early days of the church, the church was an evil thing. They were bad people. You couldn't trust those people. That's why Nero was able to blame the burning of Rome on the Christians. It was an easy target. A lot of people didn't like him. Well, if the power of God's love pouring forth from the cross had the ability to change the world in such a dramatic way, what in the world is going on now? You know, what has happened to us? Where did we lose track? Part of it undoubtedly is that human beings inevitably, when we get hold of any institution, will corrupt it. And we like being in charge. Don't we all like being in charge? It's so much fun. You know, we went our way. But the more we get our way, the more astray we wander. And it became so corrupt that people began to be more and more alienated from it. Even to the point to where now, a lot of people don't believe at all. It's an interesting thing. Do you know what the fastest growing religion in the world is? Islam. They predict that by the year 2070, what would that be, 55 years from now, there will be more Muslims in the world than there will be Christians. Think about that. Even with all the publicity they're getting, can you imagine if we got that kind of publicity? What would happen? Do you know what the second fastest growing religion in the world is? 